Canuck Central from the Kintech Studio. Kintech Footwear and Orthotics, Canada's favorite orthotics provider, supported by over 1,500 five-star Google reviews. Find your perfect fit at Kintech.net. Canuck Central, brought to you by Grip Auto, entire quality service you can trust, and 14 locations to serve you. Uh, we were asked a question about uh, draft order and draft lottery, and we, well, I said you could only move up five spots. That is incorrect, and we were corrected by our faithful and loyal listeners that it is 10 spots you can move up in the draft lottery, Sat. Mm. So uh, you could finish 11th worst or have the uh, 11th worst record in the league and move up to one. Well, there we go. No, we, we Very to, unlikely uh, to happen, though. I mean, we, we had thought the last couple of years with where the Canucks were kind of trending that, hey, we wouldn't be looking at you know, draft lottery uh, stuff. But here we are with how the season has gone. But maybe, just maybe, this can be delayed a bit more because the Canucks are over 500. They yep. have two games coming up. And if they win the next two games, there'll be three games over 500 and a bit closer to that playoff spot. Uh, Winnipeg and Calgary to close out the year for uh, the Vancouver Canucks. And uh, busy and very difficult schedule through January. Let's bring in uh, our next guest. He joins us every Thursday. It is the legend himself. It is John Garrett, color analyst for the Vancouver Canucks. What's happening, Cheech? The, the legend. Not the legendary burger, the legend <laughs> himself. Yes. I do like a legendary burger, though, every now and then. Oh, like the... Uh, do you go to the white spot? Do you, every, you guys must go to white spot. Yeah, oh, yeah I was going to say, that's that's the white spot legendary burger. Big fan. Big yeah. Fan. Oh, yeah. And that it doesn't even have ketchup on it. It tastes good. Yeah, is there a burger joint you won't go to, or are you just fine <laughs> with like most of them generally? Like, I mean, you uh, obviously have choices. You have places you would prefer, but like, is there a place that's not your favorite, but you still would go to if you don't have other options? No, they're all pretty good. You can't say no to a burger. It's hard to screw up no, a burger too, right? No. Uh, five guys. I, I'm five guys. I have to get two bottom buns. I don't like the sesame seeds on burgers. <laughs> Yeah, I got. You guys have seen my old goalie team. So the seeds get in the plate and everything. It yeah. just doesn't. It's not worthwhile. So you're not a Big Mac guy because it has seeds on it. Yeah, no, no, I'm oh. not a Big Mac guy. Uh, lo- love the fries at Five Guys. Great lattice fries. When oh you yeah, go to the white yeah spot, they, for sure. And the fries at Five Guys in the bottom of the bag. Yeah, I mean, you, you, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, the bag it. fries are always they they always taste a little bit extra. They do. I have to admit something. That's it. I, I've never tried Five Guys. <laughs> You're kidding me? No, like I've had I've had uh, Shake Shack in the states. Yeah. I've had In and Out. I've tried you know most of the burger places, but of the big chain, I've never tried Five Guys. I I keep walking by it if I'm in downtown, and I think about I gotta try Five Guys, but I haven't. There's one out by me now at 72nd and Scott Road. Okay. Okay. And uh, it, I'm on 58, so it's it's like five minutes away. It's good. It's but convenient. You can ask so for five a... guys. Is, uh, they're right in that area. There's the uh, Strawberry Hills theaters and stuff. When everybody used to go to the shows all the time. So there's an A and W. There's a Five Guys, and there's McDonald's right across the street. So. And there's a white spot right there, too. You remember during the playoffs, and uh, they had all those uh, people and Scott Road in 72nd and uh, back in 2011. And that's the area I'm talking about. There's a five guys there now. Uh, pro tip, you can ask for a uh, cheeseburger on a, on a grilled cheese bun at Five Guys. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty heavy though. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. To you. <laughs> I went to a Boston Pizza today with uh, my good friend Tim Campbell. He's oh, yeah. right for the Winnipeg Free Press, and he's retired now. But he he wrote for uh, NHL.com last year, mm. and uh, he we went to Boston Pizza because it was right across the street from the hotel, and it's too cold to go anywhere in Winnipeg. And he had a mac and cheese burger. Oh wow! At Boston Pizza, yeah. Mac and cheese burger. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah it, it did look pretty good, but I, I had <laughs> already ordered my cactus cut chips and pepperoni pizza, and he ordered the mac and cheese burger. I was thinking of changing and going, but no, I didn't. <laughs> it's good that we're all uh, getting ourselves hungry as we've about, as yeah. we've, uh, about <laughs> can you tell? Can you tell? I mean, it's five thirty here. I'm getting hungry. Well, time. I don't. I don't like eating the rink meals. <laughs> In case, you know, some burgers. Shorty said ribs. It's like what? Uh, yeah, just well, in case. So, I mean, times have changed because, like, back in the day, like back in your day, Cheech. I mean, going to a burger joint, it was a burger, fries, and a milkshake. Mm. The milkshake yeah. seems to be like the 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 option that no longer is a staple with the burger and fries. Well, Shake Shack. Yeah, come on. They, when you go to Vegas now, the Shake Shack's right there, and uh, <laughs> we always get a shake to go with it you have to got to do it yeah yeah go go big or go home that's it yeah uh, did you get any gift cards <laughs> when i'm when i feel guilty when i feel guilty and i go to shake shack yeah okay i'll have a coke with that instead of a chocolate shake is your ideal yeah. gift card like you know a hundred dollar shake shack gift card or something <laughs> would that be a great present for you for christmas uh, yeah oh i get uh yeah my family sends me stuff like that but not shake shack uh, they're not that fancy. <laughs> uh, Dairy Queen, like, uh, and there's a Dairy Queen close mm-hmm. to us too, and I do like the Dairy Queen onion rings, so mm-hmm. I do get Dairy Queen gift cards. For <laughs> Shouts, <laughs> love it. Little, little yeah. onion rings with a side of a blizzard. I love it. Uh, all right, let's yeah. <laughs> let's uh, let's get in on some hockey talk. They've won. Uh, they've won three in a row. Cheech uh, is yes. Are, are they figuring something out here? They. I think the biggest thing from the last couple of games, aside from Bo Horvat having eight points in the last two, they they've allowed fewer than two goals in consecutive games for the first time. Yeah, first time this year, and I think that's uh, a testament to the goaltenders who uh, Colin Delia is playing tonight. Uh, he was very good in his start in Edmonton. And then Spencer Martin had a bounce back game after allowing five goals in three straight starts. Uh, I thought he bounced back and played very well in his. So uh, I think that's one of the things that uh, the Canucks and the coaching staff in particular is taking great pride in that they played two pretty good defensive games. Uh, they did allow one power play goal against last game, but that's the one goal in the last three games. So that's headed in the right direction too. And uh, Winnipeg is very good at home, but it's a game where you want to get off to a good start. And the Canucks have played so well on the road lately that I'm sure they're feeling good about it. Travis Dermott's in, and mm-hmm. uh, that should add some life to the blue line. And uh, they just want to keep rolling along. Well, you, you know, Travis Dermott, I'm really intrigued to see because I know 
iMac mentioned this on the panel the other night, but the Canucks had real high hopes for Dermott this season, really hoping to see if he could establish himself maybe in the top four potentially. And what we saw from him last year at Cheech, it was promising. Like, I'm still skeptical if he's going to be like this legitimate top four defenseman, but some of the things he does have is great speed. He's athletic. He covers ground well. He's active. He moves the puck fairly well too. And for a defense that has been much maligned, and yes, they have guys who have acquitted themselves fairly well. They still need more players like him. And maybe it's the first game. We'll see what he does. But how much of a boost do you think Dermot can provide on the back end? Well, uh, I'm of the opinion, wait and see. Hmm. It's hard to jump in. It's December. Yeah. It's hard to jump in and, and catch up. You can be in great shape. And he's played one game. He was in Abbotsford for one game. And now he jumps right in and uh, he's in the third pairing right now. But as you say, I'm sure they're hoping that he can play in the top four. But I'm on the wait and see, mm-hmm. uh, see how he does. But it, just the enthusiasm and the excitement of being back playing an NHL game, I'm sure he's going to provide that. And uh, I think that's something you remember Lane Peterson and uh, the other guys, Curtis Lazar, uh, guys that came back into the lineup and uh, provided that spark. And I think that's what you'll get from Travis Dermott in this one. Uh, Quinn Hughes finally got that first goal. It seemed like a pretty big relief for him, hey? <laughs> it was. It was. It, it, I laughed when after the game he said that Bo asked him whether he wanted the puck or not. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, but it, you know, it like was that, very good. But hey, look at his points. It, yeah. To me, it's a, a lot of defenseman goals are are shots from the point that find a way to go in and. You look at Luke Shen's goals this year, Kyle Burrow's goals, uh, how they just go through a maze of players and find their way to the net. Well, that's just a matter of luck to me, and uh, Quinn's still piling up the points, and mm-hmm. some go in, and uh, he unfortunately hasn't had a whole lot of that kind of luck, but he makes plays, and uh, that goal was a real skill, skill goal. He held control of the puck, uh, around the outside a couple of times and uh, then with the good shot uh, that was a uh, wasn't a lucky long shot defenseman goal that most of the defenseman goals are that was a, uh, more of a forward style goal it reminded me of like uh, the old Yarmer Yager or Peter Forsberg goals where they're circling around the zone for for a bunch of time and then they finally uh, they finally find that little bit of space but you know the, the the skating the stride it just not that he's been bad this year it just he hasn't had that extra little burst that we often see to create a little bit of separation. Do you, does it look like Quinn is, is kind of getting back to, uh, to where we sort of know he can be? Yeah. I, that game, I thought over the course of the game, we've seen it a few times this year uh, where uh, he's uh, a shift here and a shift there. But I, I thought the last game against San Jose, he, he looked for 60 minutes like he had that, spark again that little bit of acceleration that we haven't seen and maybe the lingering injury is going away one thing I kind of was wondering about just Quinn in general I mean we've seen him score at a decent rate before for a defenseman he's had a couple years where he scored eight goals and when you factor in injuries that could have been a 10 goal pace and if you're scoring 10 goals as a defenseman you know obviously getting the amount of points he does with with assists that's not a bad total but because that shot isn't exactly you know a massive threat from the point do you want to see him take guys on a bit more the way he did, get a bit lower there and, and try to score the way he did? Maybe not you know, circling around four or five times because you can't do that as often and, and free 
well as you want, but is that maybe another way for him to score a bit more instead of just shooting it from the point? Yeah, uh, but I agree with you that it, it's something that it's too bad his shot wasn't mm-hmm. a little more dangerous, uh, especially on the power play. It would give you another option. Uh, but he is such a good uh, controller of play that uh, he doesn't have to shoot. And you look at how many times he touches the puck on every power play. He's at the top. Uh, he's usually got a little more room than everybody else. And uh, no matter who has it on the side, whether it's Elias or JT on the other side, uh, they like to feed it to Quinn so that he can open things up and then you sacrifice the shot when you've got him drawing people to him and opening it up for the other guys. Do you like uh, Hughes and Bear as a, as a pairing together? Uh, they both could skate. I, uh, I, I don't know whether uh, Ethan can read off uh, what Quinn's going to do mm-hmm. yet. Uh, I think it, it takes a while. And uh, you look at the good pairings throughout the years and it's usually a defense pair that the two guys played together the entire season and so I think it's going to take a little while for Ethan and and Quinn to get that oh you instinctively know where the other guy is going to be or Mm -hmm. what he is going to do at any moment yeah and I like a lot of what I've seen from Ethan Bear and it's one of those things where I think it works so far this year it's more about big picture whether that's going to be a fit or not but you know I did also want to get your thoughts on Oliver Ekman Larson's play the last little bit and I I didn't like how he played for the first maybe you know 25 26 games of the season really struggling with a lot of guys too 25 26 games yeah yeah the first, yeah no, how many they so, played so he's, he's only like the last 10 that's <laughs> my, my my point is I yeah I I, didn't, I haven't liked most of what I've wow. seen from him this year it's, it's it's true I don't like most of what I've seen from him this year but but I was getting to something positive here too. you were getting to I was getting to, I was getting to the positive side of the things but ah, I do oh, think because okay. what, what I what I what was what was clear was he was laboring a lot more on the ice and he's usually somebody who's a smooth skater not the fastest guy but he moves around fairly well that that mobility wasn't there earlier but I do see I, I do see a player who looks a lot better and kind of like Quinn could it have been a health thing that held, held him back a bit more earlier this season well, and getting back to my point about uh, defense pairings and knowing what the other guy's going to do, and now Oliver ekman Larson and, and Tyler Myers are paired together. Mm-hmm. And so they know, two veteran guys, it, it makes it easier for both of them because they know, okay, he's going to be there. If I do want to mm-hmm. pinch in, he's going to be there. If the guy does go wide, he's going to come across and get him. And I, I think that... Uh, uh, those two playing together is it's a good pairing but the problem that the Canucks have had is that when you do that then you've got you know before it was Riley Stillman and and Luke Shen playing together and can you play them against the top lines so it it if Travis Dermott works out and things then you can have Tyler Myers and OEL playing together all the time, and mm-hmm. it'll benefit both of them. Uh, I don't think there's anything uh, <laughs> left to say about how great Bo Horvat's uh, goal scoring has been this year, but now up to 26 on the season. He's had four points in each of the last two games. Um, like, What are you seeing different in Bo's game? Is it just a, 
more confidence in his goal scoring and his offensive play? What's what's the difference for Bo Horvat this year with all this offense that he's brought? Yeah, I, I think it's confidence, and uh, he's trying some different things. You you look at his positioning as uh, he's going to the net more than he ever did. Uh, his tip-in drills, mm-hmm. his wrist shot has changed. He, he's shooting more off his front foot than I've seen him before. Uh, you look at Brock Besser's goal the other night. And his wrist shot and how he dragged it and he, he just overpowered uh, James Reimer. And Reimer didn't play it very well, but it was a great shot. And uh, Brock just beat him. But it was one of those drag wrist shots. And uh, you could tell where he was going and the goalie just couldn't get there. But with Bo, he has been off the front foot and deceptive and the hands are in front. And it's really hard for the goalie to read. And I think that's really helped him, too. Uh, and he hasn't uh, – you look at the four-point games, the game in Edmonton, four-point game, both for the first two periods was okay, but he wasn't that good. And then in the third period, his line dominated. And I thought it was the same thing the other night, but uh, he didn't dominate the game. Hardly took any face-offs. Took three face-offs in the first period. And then for a period – they were the dominant line. And you look at Elias the game before, and uh, he dominated the whole game. I mean, he, I mean, Elias Pettersson's been absolutely tremendous. And the fact they can play the three centers down the middle and have success the last couple of games, maybe that does bode well, especially coming up these next few games on this road trip here, these two games. But Yeah, I and uh, I, I really think in, as the season progresses yeah. that uh, it's unreasonable. It's not sustainable, Seth. Yeah, that you can have. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> they have those three guys play 22, 23 minutes a game, and you look at last game. What were they? Seventeen, eighteen? Yeah, all three of them. Yeah, I mean they could do it, but, Somewhere but in there, but if I, they can do that, then that's a real benefit to the team. Well, and I think you know their best chance of having success is those three guys playing down the middle and having and being good. If each guy can carry a line or at least be break even, then it is sustainable perhaps, right? And especially if you get goaltending. And I wanted to get your thoughts on the goaltending because I've been really impressed with what I've seen from Colin Delia, the two games, and it looks like he's getting the start against the Winnipeg Jets, and we've all been impressed with what Spencer Martin has been able to provide. But for Colin Delia, it's only been a couple of games, but what, what do you like from what you've seen from him in the short sample? Well, he looks confident, yeah. and I think that's one of the things that you get when uh, you've got an older guy who has been around, and uh, he's got some NHL experience, and he's got some American League experience, and he comes in, and he's not overwhelmed by the situation. And uh, you talked about Spencer Martin and now Colin Delia, and, uh, and Bruce mentioned it after the last game, the internal competition. Because it's not the, oh, well, the number one guy, it doesn't matter how I play, really, uh, because we've got Thatcher Demko, he, he's going to come in, Connor Hellebuck, he's, he's going to play the next five games in a row. So you come in and you play your best, and if it's good, great. If it's not, well, then you've got the back. Well, with Spencer Martin and Colin, it's, we're carrying the load here. We're not, uh, the other guy's not available, so... I, I think there's more pressure on them, and yet they've handled it pretty well. And uh, hopefully it'll continue. Cheech, uh, we appreciate the time as always. Uh, now uh, go find a burger somewhere, hey? 
what's this? <laughs> Go find a burger somewhere. We talked so much about those burgers. Yeah, I'm yeah. It's the, the, the uh, <laughs> meal here in Winnipeg is salads and stuff, and I, there's no way. <laughs> Too many greens. We have one more question before we let you go. It's from Tyler on our text inbox. Question for Cheech. Yes. Which rink has the best rink burger? Rink burger? Yeah. Oh, oh. I don't know. Like at at Rogers Arena, we we have the white spot burgers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, triple O's. As a matter of fact, we had one the other night. We had a triple O at the end of the second period. I know you radio guys are there first. We have to do <laughs> go right to the end. The radio guys are vulturing in on the burgers. And... Uh, that's, uh, I'm, <laughs> guilty. I'm guilty. Or, I'm guilty. The I'm organ guilty. music in the background here. This is old school. <laughs> this is old school. Uh, Cheech, you're the best. Thanks for this. <laughs> you're getting rid of me. Uh, well, we're, I mean, we're, we're up, up against, against the, the clock. clock yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have uh, a pregame show. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. You know that you know all about the hard outs, yes. Cheech. You know yeah, that. the hard out. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Thanks, Cheech. I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's so relieved. Yeah. yeah. See ya. There yeah. he is. That's John Garrett, the legend. Just uh, that uh, our hits with him are just fun. It's just a bunch of nonsense. An absolute beautician. That's uh, that's John Garrett. And he's he's a gem. I mean, listen, uh, Cheech is such a gem. If you're not just shooting the breeze with him for a few minutes, you're yeah. you're not taking advantage of his great personality. Hundred percent, a hundred percent. People love the burger talk. Apparently, on the text, there was a lot. A lot of people are. The other day, we talked for two minutes about football rather than than hockey, and we got endlessly chirped for it. Today, we spend seven minutes on burgers with Cheech, and everybody loves it. It tells me that we have a we're in a burger town. <laughs> people like burgers more than the NFL in Vancouver. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently, it's uh, Dan Richo and Satyar Shaw, the uh, Canucks. And Winnipeg Jets are coming up. I uh, I did want to end the show on uh, one quick non-hockey thought. Oh, what do you um, have? Because uh, one of the great sports icons of a generation passed yeah. away today. Uh, it, Pele uh, passing and uh, 82 years old. You know, was before my time, Sat, but you, you read and you watch enough highlights of him. And you see the way people talk about him, you could tell it was just an absolute legend. I mean, he was a living legend, and now he's a true legend, one of the greatest athletes to ever play any sport. Uh, brilliant. Pele. Uh, all right, coming up, brilliant hockey game. Canucks and Winnipeg Jets next on the Sportsnet Radio Network.